everybody. Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And this is our headlines episode. We just covered Survivor. If you haven't checked out that video and you're a reality TV fan, make sure you go over and check out our Survivor recap. We do it every single week. But here we are talking about the headlines like we always do. Three topics. We went through the news this week. There's a lot going on. It's tough to only choose three things, Mm -hmm. but we like to choose things that we find interesting. Things that, you know, we may read about in our personal lives just because it's something that's fascinating to us. We hope it's fascinating to you. Cody, what do you think about the articles this week? I thought the articles were good. Um, The first one was actually something that was commented on one of our videos. So we appreciate the the feedback from you, uh, whoever's watching, and and appreciate you guys giving us something that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, So that was, I mean, that's a perfect intro right into the first one. Let's dive right into it. All right. So here we are, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports. I think almost everybody knows who he is. Maybe not. So a quick little recap, Barstool Sports started in Massachusetts. Um, It was kind of like a blog site. It's grown into like a media empire. Essentially, they're they're everywhere. They're covering college sports, professional sports. They do gambling. They do pop culture. It's a big it's a big company. Now, I think Portnoy himself is worth like over one hundred million dollars. He he sold his company or a portion of it to Penn Gaming, which is a casino gambling uh, company as well. They have actual casinos and they have now this uh, Barstool Sportsbook. So he's kind of a big deal in that world. And there's a lot of money and a lot of people that are employed because of what Dave Portnoy does. So that's why we thought this story was important. We saw it in the comments. You know, I'm a fan of Barstool Sports. Cody is too. Mm -hmm. We weren't necessarily going to cover it, but then when people are sounding off in the comments and what's recently come out, we felt maybe we should cover it. Something that we've talked about. So we wanted to cover it here. So here's where Portnoy comes into this conversation. He's now dating someone, but before he was dating someone, Portnoy was kind of known as a a playboy. He was out there. um, He has a big college based audience. He was doing these tours, all these different things that were surrounded around colleges and universities. And he has made, uh, no secret to the fact that he goes out there and he has sex with a lot of women, a lot of young women, college students, et cetera. And he, you know, he's always said like, whether you love it or not, I don't really care. I'm rich. I'm successful. You know, I was the ugly fat guy back in the day. Now I have these beautiful young women who want to have sex with me. I'm going to do it. And there even more recently, there have been sex tapes released regarding him and I'm trying to keep it somewhat PG here, but he has a reputation for being very uh, aggressive in the bedroom. Uh, There was a video that was released, and I'm only bringing this up as context because it's important. There was a video that recently leaked with him and another woman where he basically had like a a dog collar on her. It was very, very not my thing. Very graphic. Yeah. Very graphic. He was like spitting on it. It was all this crazy stuff. But that woman later came out and said, hey, listen. Not one of my proudest moments, but it was completely consensual. Because something along the lines of what stemmed from this is was getting into the media. Yes. Like, look at him, the misogynist. Like, he's horrible. This is why we 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 should tear down Barstool. Like, I can't believe this guy is the CEO of a company. And it all stemmed from the video that leaked. Right. That video started off where it was like a lot of people. Saw. Were, yeah. You they saw. Were, it's not available now. They've kind of got it off the internet, but it was up there. I did see it. It was, uh, it was aggressive. I'll just say that. Not you know, but some people are into that. We're not going to judge you for yeah, that. That's your thing. Totally. If it's consensual, 
That's great. And I will say this disclaimer, even if it starts off consensual, if during the interaction, the woman or the man says no more and you still go, then that's rape. Let's yeah, clarify that. Consensual. It's right. no longer consensual. That is rape for anybody out there, whoever wants to use that excuse. So fast forward to where we are now, and we're going to give you the short version because a lot has transpired. Uh, Business Insider, which isn't the most reputable website to begin with, uh, they write an article. And apparently, according to Portnoy, there was a woman by the name of Julia Black who was attempting to write this article for eight months. She was reaching out to all the young women that he had had relationships with throughout those, you know, throughout the last couple of years. And Portnoy had been giving a heads up to his fans like, hey, listen, there's a hit piece coming out about me soon. Just be ready for it. It's coming. Well, it dropped. The ep- mm-hmm. It came out. There was essentially two main women in it. Their pseudonyms were Allison and Madison. And essentially both of them accused them of accused him of one filming them during the sex without consent. And also at moments it being so rough and so uh, painful that they were screaming, no, no, no. And he didn't stop essentially is what they were saying. But the big thing was like, he didn't ask for a consent. He was filming us. I felt degraded. He made me sleep on the couch after the encounter. There was a mother who came out that said that one of the daughters have like, they have now have like mental issues because of it. They're going through mental health problems where they're depressed. They have anxiety. They went to the police about it. And it was a big deal because obviously sexual assault is a huge thing. And anyone Mm -hmm. who's involved in that or does something like that, you're an absolute scumbag and you should be in prison. But the big thing about it for, for Dave Portnoy was that this pen gaming that he's associated with, their stocks went through the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, they had a bad earnings quarter, so they dropped them even more. Yeah. And he he came out guns blazing, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah. caught up as far as he started to go on the offensive. Right. So what what this this happens with Portnoy, and as somebody that follows, I follow Portnoy, I follow Barstool. Um you you knew that this was coming. You knew that Portnoy wasn't just going to let this come out and not try to jump all over it. He did it uh, with um, when uh, the two girls that were hosting Caller Daddy, there was an issue with there where the one girl was dating the guy from HBO and then he called him the suit. And he went after this guy because he wanted to crush him. I feel like a similar thing is going to happen because where this comes with Portnoy and now how the more information that has come out now – he can go after them for defamation if certain things stick. Business like if certain insider, things stick. business insider, or the B- girls. Business insider. Okay. Um, because it was a buildup over over time, and he was hearing a lot of stuff about it. I think what he's trying to do is create a case for defamation for the funds that he lost in the stocks of Penn Gaming, which right. is the company that Derek said bought out. I, I think not bought out, bought a, bought a piece of barstool. I think that he is going to try to crush them. And the thing I don't like about it is that this is something that, you know, the business insider was contacting multiple girls. They, they were contacting a ton of girls and he has, if you guys want to look this up, Dave Portnoy put up like about an hour video where he's going through messages with, with other girls that said business insider contacted me. The thing I don't like about that is that they were obviously digging to try to bring him down. So that is that is that what these news these news outlets these you know you know um, journalists is is that what journalism has come to these days that they want to rip so they'll dig into your life to try only for one purpose and one reason only to rip you down off of either you know whatever platform you're on 
you know, any money that you're making. And so that's what I didn't like about this. Cause now at first I was like, Oh man, Dave might be in trouble. Then obviously, cause initially when the, when the article came out, now I'm starting to be like, are, is business insider in trouble? Because it seems consensual. He had conversations that he had with the girls after. So that, now granted that doesn't make, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make anything mean that during was consensual, but made it seem like it was kind of like they still had a good conversation afterwards. And so I'm just, I, I don't know. This whole thing is, it's obviously a touchy subject because for me, abuse, rape, anything along those lines drive me absolutely insane. Yeah. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. Even this, right? Like, cause you put yourself in, into the shoes of like, say it was my sister, say it was my daughter and this happened and they came to me. How would that make me feel? It's like, okay, yeah. well, I'd be like, what, 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 how did you get there? Like, how did you get to this situation? Like, did he reach out to you? Or did you reach out to him? From what we know, they reached out to him. Yeah, he was they pulling, were trying he to get in up, contact he, with him. He pulled up the DMs to prove that from these right? women. You know, yeah. And so I could be like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. You're trying to, you're trying to get with somebody. Then you get there. And then it's like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with what he was doing. Making, I, I can see how a girl could go through that and then be like, I feel like I feel like a piece of shit now. Now it's affecting me because look right. how you treated me during that, which I thought it was consensual. I wanted to go there. I was interested. And then and now it makes me feel this type of way. That's after the fact. I understand that. But if at any point he never was told, like, I don't I don't want this anymore. This isn't consensual. And then it just finished. And then she had the remorse. Like people sleep with people and then have remorse afterwards. That happens all the time. And I, I want to say this very like, I'm not shining light on any side, right or wrong, but if you have remorse on something that doesn't need to be turned into like sexual assault, like I, I think that there's a fine line between like sexual assault and then a, if somebody feels like they they regret what they did, they regret how they were treated, and then trying to claim sexual assault. And I don't think these girls were doing that, and I think it was Business Insider. From from what I read, especially one of them, the Madison has come out and said it was consensual. Never said it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And even in Allison's complaint, which was a police report, it wasn't that it was not consensual, but it was just the aggressiveness Aggressive. of it. In that he filmed her without consent, which that mm-hmm. can be a crime, by right. the way. That can right. absolutely be a crime. Totally. So yeah, I, I agree with you. But th- neither one of them are claiming that they were sexually assaulted, but they felt like the f- the recording was definitely a problem, and that. They felt like when it got to a point where clearly they were in pain, Portnoy didn't stop, mm-hmm. you know, despite of, in spite of what they were saying, like, no, 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 that hurts, you know? Right. And I agree and, with them. If that's what happened, yeah. I completely agree with them there. Yeah, totally. I mean, if, if that's what happened and he, they said something and he didn't stop, then they're, I mean, are, you would know better than me, right? If they said that and now they come out now and they say, well, I did tell him to stop and he didn't. Yeah. And they, they talked to the police. Mm-hmm. Is there something to go after him for? There definitely is. If they're making a claim that I told him to stop and he refused to do so, there's a statute of limitations. It depends on where you are, but it's usually three years. He, he's going he's, he's going to get arrested. But it doesn't mm-hmm. appear that's what's happening. There's no criminal investigation. There was a police report from one of the uh, the victim's moms stating mm-hmm. that he was having multiple women over there. He was taking advantage of them using mm-hmm. his fame and money. And, you know, there's something to be said there because there's a couple things going on here. And I think both can be true. Ethically, morally, whatever you want to say. And Dave has even said this as well. 
You know, he's 42, 43 years old. He's using his fame, his money, his influence um, to take advantage of the situation. Now, mm-hmm. is that in and of itself illegal? No. But as other people have come out and said, you know, you're 42, 43 years old. You're a multimillionaire. You have hundreds of people that work for you. You're running a huge business. Maybe it's not the best idea to be sleeping with 18, 19, 20-year-old girls. That you know some some people out there are just looking to go viral or whatever. Not saying that these women were. Mm-hmm. Although one of the women, there's another one that has come out publicly and said she was one of the women. And she's known for licking a toilet seat to prove she's not scared of coronavirus. That's That's her, not me. But... My problem is with Business Insider because when this article was initially released, they had the article behind a paywall to start. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get these victims' oh. voices out there. They had it behind a paywall. You and have then, to, you had to pay in order to read the article. They changed that out. I think they changed it out. No, they did because I literally just went in to check before we recorded. And it's still and under the paywall. One, it's super difficult to find this article. Probably because so many people have written articles about this whole situation. Once. Yes. But the original article. But I got to the original article because I you know, stumbled upon Reddit. Reddit tends to have a lot of links. I got the link and I still had to pay. And I was like, you – I'll let you keep going. But Yeah. I mean it, they had it behind a paywall and then they were deliberately reaching out to the advertisers associated with Barstool Sports and – Essentially trying to get him canceled, trying to affect his, his business because they were saying like, hey, this is Business Insider. We see that you sponsor or support uh, Barstool Sports. What do you think about our most recent article? Here's the link. Um, do you still stand behind this individual? You know, like basically saying like, hey, and, and then it also said, you know, we expect a comment. If we don't have a comment but within 24 hours, we're just going to put you down as a no comment. So they're basically reaching out to make sure that everyone knows that this guy is a terrible person. He's a quote unquote sexual deviant. Um, and it, it's really interesting how they did it because they never accused him of rape. But all the the way they're explaining the situations, it sounds yeah. like rape. And he's come exactly. out and said that. So exactly. it definitely seems like there are, and there's an agenda. If you're to believe Portnoy, which we're not saying we do, mm-hmm. he believes it's political in nature. He interviewed Trump. He goes on Fox News all the time. And he believes that this is politically motivated because – they know, you know, they believe he supports the Republican Party, and this is an attempt to bring down him and his influence. I don't know if I believe all that. I, I'm just saying from what I've seen with my own eyes and and heard with my own ears, there's no criminal uh, report being done. And it does seem to me like Business Insider had an agenda. And what mm-hmm. really frustrates me, and this will be my final point, there have been things that have come out uh, uh DMs, whatever you want to call it, all these this information. I can tell you there's definitely something from one of the victims in this case where, you know, they've responded to people on their social media saying, We never said it was rape. We never said it wasn't consensual. We're just saying that Portnoy is a bad guy. So there doesn't appear to be a criminal report or anything like that. And it seems like Business Insider, in my opinion, used these women huh. for their own personal agenda. That's my opinion. I'll give you the final word, Cody. I think that. If we don't come up, whether it's as as a society, whether um, I, I don't know if there's there's a bigger entity that that can do this. If we don't come up with with you know repercussions for articles like this being written with no no truth, but okay, not no truth because the article was truthful. But this is clearly clearly an article that was written to bring Dave down. 
right? This, to, to me, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like an article where, okay, we can't get him on a rape allegation because the girls, obviously, when they interviewed them, probably said, okay, this is consensual. This was consensual. So they probably said in the article, well, we can't really do that because that, that's where we could get ourselves in trouble. So let's just put all the information that they did tell us in here, not call it sexual assault, not call it rape allegations, but let's just try to crush Dave and let's throw in there anything that we can. And it does. It has an effect. Obviously, it had an effect on his stocks of of Penn Gaming. It it, it had an effect on him. I don't know how much it's going to affect his business, but like millions at this point. You know, if there's not something that stops articles like this from being written, that needs to be taken down, or the the you know whoever writes the article could be held responsible for you know their words being out there. If we don't have anything, this is why I think we continue down the line of just like fake news going out there, articles being written for clicks, because clearly this was an article, one, written for clicks, two, written to make money on their end, and three, trying to decrease the amount of money that Dave Portnoy has or the amount of power that Dave Portnoy has, whatever they think. It just seems like it was so calculated in the sense of let's rip him down and there's no repercussions. They don't have to redact the article. They don't have to put out a second article, which they have not done. You and I talked about it. And so what, what, why, why would they? So it's like, it's like the same thing. It's like when you're younger and you're a kid, right? If you're trying to teach your kid a difference from right and wrong, there's repercussions for wrong and there's positives for right. There are no repercussions for any of these articles being put out there by anybody. So why are they going to not, why are they going to stop? No, it's true. And I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because I said oh, I had one more point and then I never made it, which was there have been things that have come out about these victims in this case, these women in this case. And there's been things where basically it kind of it kind of contradicted what was written in the article as far mm-hmm. as like them still having communication with Portnoy after the incident and, and it appearing from the messages. It was fine. There was never an update to the initial business insider article, mm-hmm. like you just said, where, hey, listen, we're not saying we believe Portnoy, but he's provided these documents for the sake of transparency. We want to provide them to our readers so that they have the full story and they can develop their own opinions based on the story. They put out the one thing. It's almost like they stuck them and then they ran and they're just letting it simmer. You know, mm-hmm. and so it really is interesting. I don't I like wanna... that form of journalism. No, hell no. And, and you know, just to make sure we're all on the same page here. We're, we're not against these women at all. I know their names. You can find their names out yourself. Cody knows their names. We're not saying them here because at the end of the day, they deserve anonymity. They should be able to speak and, and talk about these things. If they feel like something was done to them that shouldn't have been, whether it rises to the level of a crime or not, that's their right. We support them. Um, but I don't like what I feel like I happened, which is that Business Insider saw an opportunity to use them to go after this this person. That's what it I- feels like to me. It, it, I, I agree with everything right there, except it didn't feel like they, it felt like they were like seeking this out. Yeah. They, they were this for as long as they were doing it. If you weren't like, okay, we need to go out to Portnoy. Cause like if they were doing it for eight months, I don't know, like was, was Portnoy gaining too much traction because of the barstool fund that he was helping small businesses. Was he creating, he was creating a huge name for himself. He got a ton a ton of notoriety through the pandemic for helping out the small businesses. He was creating like this, a whole nother level of 
like kind of where he like puts himself in the social. Yeah, dynamic he's a household of, name now. Yeah, he's not just you know to the barstool crowd. He is a household. Everyone, correct. Most people know who Dave Portnoy is. Correct. I agree with you 100. percent So it seems yeah. like you know over this period they were like, you know what? It seems like if something hits. Like, dude, this guy Portnoy seems to be gaining a lot of traction. We got to try to knock him down. To, yeah, we got to knock him down a little bit. Yeah. And it took yeah. them eight months because it took them finally getting two girls to talk about the sexual encounter that they had in the bedroom, which should be private unless it is sexual assault or rape. Then it should never yeah. be private. Exactly. But it's exactly. like they were digging for these private, intimate situations that happen and then trying to spin it to like, oh, well, I know how we can try to bring him down here. It may not be like you see it in this. In this article right here, they point out Barstool wages war on Insider over article about his sexual misconduct. These articles are now going to always be out there. If you serve, search yeah, Dave Portnoy, sexual misconduct is always going to be out there. Yep. And he said that. He goes, this label is something you can't wash off. It, you know, my, it's a tough conversation to have with my parents, tough conversation to have with my my significant other. So, again, we're not saying he's a victim. And that's why, you know, I said earlier, it was his choice. This is something that happens when you're engaging this type of behavior, whether you guys out there agree with it or not, whether me and Cody agree with it or not. Yeah. It is the risk you run by doing stuff like that. And um, I hope that obviously the girls are okay. I hope they're, you know, I'm glad that they're trying to keep their names private, which is important. And, you know, I think Dave's going to be fine ultimately, you know, but, you know, I don't want anybody losing money, but he's going to be fine. He's going to be okay. But it is a tough thing. And, and although you and I aren't in that position, I do mm -hmm. think about people and it could happen to anybody. Where somebody puts out an article, you had some not to get into it. You had some controversy on Big Brother, and not you specifically, but people right. on your season, right. and it really did uh, affect them monetarily in the outside world. There's no right. doubt about it, um, from advertisers and stuff, just from someone's perceived uh, idea of what took place in there. Mm -hmm. So it's a really scary world we're living in with the things that can happen to you, you know, based on one article or someone's view on something. But mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about this again because these things are coming up all the time. And and I mean, Porno said we're only in the second inning or something like that. Yeah, and we're so only in the second he's inning. He's not done with Business Insider. He's going to continue on. And hopefully they know more. We'll see what happens. Maybe there's more that comes out that changes our perspective, right? Maybe this opens the door for a real victim that's been involved with Dave that comes out and says, listen, those situations, they said it was consensual. I can tell you I didn't have the strength to come out until this came out. Right. And I'm telling you, I had an experience where it wasn't. And then right. we'll be on here calling Dave Portnoy a scumbag. You know, yeah, it's that simple because totally. you believe totally. someone when they make an allegation like that until proven otherwise. Right. So this is an open door. We'll see where it goes. Totally. I think we're like D Cody said, we're just at the tip of the iceberg. On to the next story. On to the next one. All right. So our next article is an article that is from Fox News. And you see the title right here. It says, Vials of Deadly Virus Accidentally Discovered at Pennsylvania Research Facility While Cleaning Freezer. This is from the CDC. Um, CDC will take custody of the vials and transport them to another facility for testing. Yeah, this is not good. I mean, it's never not good. And it seems like they didn't even know they were there. You know, I was reading that article earlier, too. I'm quoting something here. Several four frozen vials labeled smallpox were discovered by a laboratory worker while cleaning out a freezer in a facility that conducts vaccine research in Pennsylvania. And again, this is mm -hmm. from the CDC. Uh, there's no indication that anyone has been exposed to the small number of frozen vials. Uh, they also said that. They went on to say that the, the name of this facility is Merck, is is Merck M E R C K, mm -hmm. and apparently it's pretty close to uh, um, West Point and North Wales Montgomery County. So there, um, that that that's that's scary that it's that close. And I mean, all it takes is, as we've seen with COVID, when you have a virus like this, it can spread quickly, and and smallpox is deadly. So I think 
the reason we chose this topic is again, there's so many conversations going on in the world right now about gain of function. And like Mm -hmm. these, these scientists are using deadly viruses to try to develop vaccines, vaccines for them, but also creating their own viruses that Mm -hmm. are really, that they mutate so that they can prepare for those as well. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're doing that, you're running the risk of exposure mm-hmm. and human you error can have, in everything. Yeah. It, it's, it's scary. I, I don't know. We, this is a very polarizing topic. We're going into deep water here. Yeah. The only, the only thing I want to see if I could get to it on the article that was very alarming to me was in here. It says majority of Americans are not vaccinated against small plot, smallpox. And those who were vaccinated would likely now have waning immunity, which means even if you were that vaccinated we're, by smallpox, we're, we're in trouble. And as yeah. we know, for those of you that don't know, which I'm sure everybody does, smallpox was a like insane pandemic. Killed like one of yeah. three people that got it when it first came out. Right. Um, that's what makes me nervous. Yeah. Is that this was a crazy, crazy virus that we just had. It just a vial of it was just overlooked. Multiple vials. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like and, and it doesn't take much either. Right. Like, let's say one person gets exposed to it. They just said they don't have gloves on. Yeah. They go home to their family, their family, their kids or whatever, go to school the next day. Mm-hmm. Those kids that were at school with their kids go home to their families before, you know, it spreads across the whole country or across the whole world. That's kind of how COVID happened. I'm not saying it happened in the laboratory. We won't even go there. Who knows what the, f- the hell is the case with COVID? But COVID started somewhere. Out. COVID started somewhere, we believe, over in China, right? Whether you believe it was in a lab or by the bats or whatever, Wuhan, it spread to the whole the whole world. We're all affected by it now. So only 15 vials or whatever it is it doesn't seem like a huge deal. One person gets exposed to it and they leave that lab, it could affect the entire the, the entire world. It could kill it could kill hundreds of thousands of people. Right. That's that's the thing that makes me the the most nervous about this article specifically and then reading that most people are not vaccinated or their immu- their immunity to it if they were vaccinated is like painting it's gone is like now with this it's like you know we all can like we all have lived through a crazy pandemic where like some people that went through like the smallpox you know like I I don't know like it was a very long time ago so like I can't really touch on it maybe there's somebody that's older that could touch on it but it's like we can't go through something like this again, dude. I can't do it. No, can't no. do it. One do is it. enough in a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? So that's why this is like weird. And I think, I think that's why we're touching on it. it, it normally we'd be like, eh, whatever, let's kind of move on. But because of the, you know, last two, you know, year and a half, two years that we've had, this is kind of something that's crazy and something it's that sensitive. definitely needs to be definitely <laughs> sensitive and, and, Somebody needs to be keeping an eye on it. And I hope the CDC is doing the right thing. And hopefully this doesn't get leaked and nothing comes of this anymore. And it was just an article that we talked about. Yeah, right. It's just something where it's like, yeah, you know what? It could have been a disaster, but disaster avoided. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a we do these headlines really quick and it's like quick 10, 15 minute thing. So there's so much to dive into here. We could do a, a, a series on this this topic, but it's one of those things where my personal opinion is I know science is constantly trying to be prevent preventative and, and proactive and try to, you know, develop protections against things that we haven't experienced or, or, or hopefully never experienced to, so that if it does happen, it doesn't end up like COVID did. However, there's such a big risk with it. It's almost like maybe we should start being a little bit more reactive, right? If something happens, then we develop a, a similar virus so that we can start to beat it because it's already affecting people out there. But 
you know, gain of function is a bigger issue where they're developing these super viruses to try to find ways to beat them so that if it ever happens, we can we can fight it. But you're creating the super virus in the first place. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we'll never have that if you don't develop it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> necessarily know? the whole reactive. I, I don't know if that works because like we it was reactive with covid. And it look was how it that's though? turning out. Was it though? That's the that's the thing out there. The if you're to believe some people, and I'm not saying I do, some people believe that COVID of this version of it was started in a lab in mm-hmm. Wuhan. Yeah. And someone was exposed to it yeah. while working on trying to develop vaccines for it right. and expose the entire country to it and then the world. And then and then how what do we have to do? We had to react to it and be, re- and now we had to be reactive. And then, but hey, but if they didn't move- develop in the first place, they wouldn't have to react to it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But you're saying like, oh no, I'm saying, saying don't make it in a lab. Don't make it in the yeah. lab. Like we're gonna get it. Let's look. Okay. If we get it, if it comes from an animal, then reactively try to beat it. But they're developing Great. these viruses. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're yeah. building. I mean, the, they're, it's crazy. It's I crazy. mean, I, it's, I don't. The whole thing, the, the gain of function thing, is is a is a whole nother conversation. Um. But it's just th- this. I agree with you. I-, I think this is kind of scary because I don't really feel like dealing with another pandemic, not in my lifetime and not in my kids' yeah. lifetime. And uh, no, dude, uh, preach, preach. I mean, it's just it- it's just crazy that it's like smallpox. Because smallpox is a scary thing. And so that mm. thing. I-, I mean, honestly, we have a vaccine. We had a vaccine for smallpox. You could stem from that. Th- these vials need to be burned to the damn ground. Yeah, no, maybe not burn to the ground because then maybe the fumes will get up in the air. Do do whatever they got to do. Get rid of these vials and don't just store these things anywhere. You, you know what? You know what I would say? If you want to work on gain of function research, I'm all for it. We're going to find an island that's uninhabited by people. We're going to build a lab there. You're going to sign an agreement. And basically, you're going to be on that island, you know, living your life. They'll we'll provide food, whatever. But there's going to be nobody leaving that island. It's just going to be dropped off to you. You're committed to science. We appreciate you. We respect you. We'll yeah. talk to you via Zoom. But we're going to isolate you on an island so that any type of research that's going on there, you're not allowed to go visit your family in, in Canada or United States. It's not going to be something where you can come and go. If you're dedicating your life to it, then more power to We support you. We will be here with you and in you spirit. will find a significant other that also wants to dedicate their lives to it. And they'll be there but, too. But it's something where we can't have them coming and going at the end of the day like a nine to five. If yeah, they're messing I, around I, with those things. I agree with you, bro. We keep it. We'll call it Science Island. Wow. What a clever idea. Science Island. Couldn't Science come up with anything better than that. That's all I got. I bet you a lot of people would want to go, actually. Exactly. And that's where the I problem agree. comes. It's because, you you know, you'd have another, like, billionaire be like, ah, I'm good. I'm going to go. Well, it's the worst that could happen. Global pandemic. Not funny. But it'll be, also. A, hey, you know what? There'll be a pandemic, but it'll be on Science Island. Yeah, not until you have a billionaire go there because they're like, well, you know, I, I don't, I, I make my own rules because I'm a billionaire. And you so step I'm on going the ground. You step on the ground. You don't leave. Like a mine. You, you touch, how are we you getting touch, people in there and out though? The plane's flying and you're parachuting in. <laughs> yeah, now it's getting a little ridiculous. You're skydiving. Everybody's skydiving just like SEAL Team Six, like trained in like skydiving parachuting. I, and I'm obviously being facetious. It wouldn't work. I'm, I'm just both? saying it's one of the, it's one of those things where you like that word. It's another one, right? Facetious. I, yeah. I say facetious. Do you? Yeah, I learned it from I Ian. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you learned it from Ian, big brother. Shout out Ian. Um, but yeah, no, the moral of the story, I think we're both saying it. There's no perfect answer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there just got to be more checks and balances. But, it, you know, let's say this. This looks like it was an accident. 
Mm-hmm. They weren't, this yeah. wasn't gain of function. They weren't working on smallpox. It looks like when they were trying to f- find a vaccine for it or whatever, these were some vials that were overlooked in the back of a freezer. So I'm glad they found them. Um, but it is scary nonetheless to think about it, that that's Correct. just out there, you know? Correct. And in Pennsylvania, I am very close. Yeah, I know. It's right in your backyard, man. It's right in your backyard. I'll stay over here. You're not that far either. I'm not. It's coming my way almost immediately. No, it's, yeah. it's a it's a crazy story, um, and and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, this was the only thing. I'm sure yeah. they're going through that lab with a this fine tooth This just seems like now. one of those articles that got put out there because somebody heard about it. And they're like, well, we got to write about it. Yeah. And hopefully, we hear nothing of it again. And here we are in the winner's circle talking about it. You know? How you doing? Got to do it. All right. Got to do it. Last article of the day. So, our last and final article of our headline episode is... An article that says doctors have warned against the dangerous dry scooping challenge on TikTok and say it could kill children after one influencer suffered a heart attack. So dry scooping, explain that for people who who don't know what that is, because I don't think a lot of people do. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what dry scooping is, um, if you go to the gym, something that a lot of people that tend to work out do is they take something called pre-workout. It's uh, it's extremely high in caffeine. Um, probably in sugars, and then also a bunch of stuff that I can't pronounce or really know what I'm putting into my body. But a lot of us that work out, we take it. Get, to, get your blood pumping, that's for Brilliant. sure. Get your, get your heart rate up. A trend that was going on on TikTok is normally what you do is you put a scoop of this into about 8 to 12 ounces of water. You shake it up and you sip on it periodically, whether you're going to the gym or on your way to the gym or when you get to the gym before you start working out, you sip on it. What a lot of a TikTok trend was, was um, people would just scoop it and throw it right in their mouth and then just like sip on water and just throw it down like a sip of water. And the problem with that from this article is that it's an extremely high concentrated amount of caffeine. And in this situation with a, a girl, she had a heart attack because caffeine was too much for her to handle and she had a heart attack. The biggest thing about this is, yeah, the dry scooping, it's like, it's stupid. I, I saw it all the time on TikTok, but my biggest thing is like, how these trends hit social media and mostly TikTok because TikTok has been now just like it's taken off bigger than I ever thought it would. I thought it was going to be similar to the app Vine and then die. But you see this a lot of times with different like trends that were happening. I don't know if you remember the other trend that where it was like on the golf course, people were like hitting people with um, the golf carts. Do you remember that trend? I do. Funny trend. Yep. Until somebody like snapped and then you started seeing photos of like people's legs snapped in half and like their arms being like twisted and like bleeding. And then it was like, okay, this is a dumb trend. Like, but it's just the world we live in now of like the crate crate challenge. What was that one? Remember the the crate challenge where they had to walk up the crates? The crates were all lined up. You you definitely saw that with people like breaking their backs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? For cloud yeah. or for social media or for like exposure to become viral. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. And dry scooping, I've seen a lot of people do it. Actually, this isn't like a bad thing, but a buddy of both of ours, I see Caleb dry scoop it sometimes when yeah, it comes he's from TikTok. He's just yeah, like, yeah, he, dry scoop it in the mouth. It's like, <laughs> it's supposed to be like, you know, like, oh, I'm a bad, you know what I mean? I don't even need water. Yeah. But well, listen, that's what a lot I mean, of the videos were. Products are designed away for a reason. Right. And I mean, I think like in this particular case, and I know you're talking about a big, it's not, we're not here talking about dry scooping. Hey, yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. End of story. It's supposed yeah. to be taken with water. So it's diluted. Right. Correct. And that's, that's why you're doing it that way. But I think the bigger topic here is there's all these things that, you know, are young, impressionable people are seeing online where they're not doing their own research into the, 
the the negative side of what can happen, the ramifications of doing it. They just want to try to get something that goes viral. And some of these things are very innocent. Like, you know, I see some of these dancing vi- uh, trends with certain music songs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But when you start doing things that... The comedy skits. In- yeah, yeah. Those are fine. But when you start doing things that are inherently dangerous and that's why they're trending probably should stay away with it because stay away from it because you don't want to be trending for the wrong reason and that wrong reason could be something bad happening to you right um so it sounds i mean you and i are older you know so it's easy for us to say but it does scare me i got an eight-year-old and a five-year-old and that that, that's what i'm talking about it's it's less about it's less about us now and you know like you have two girls like i can't i want a family it's like what are our kids going to be like used to like and just seeing all the time and it's like it's going to be this kind of stuff it's like trying to catch clout and and there was another article uh this was like a very long time ago that a lot of kids now in school are like choosing what do you want to be when you get older like you know when we were younger it was like you know I, I, there's all different things i want to i want to be a professional athlete or i want to be a fireman i want to be a cop i want to be a lawyer i want to be a doctor i want to be all these different things now there's the category of i want to be an influencer what is yeah. that category? That's ultimately chasing clout, chasing views, chasing like going viral, going viral, doing all these different things. And now, you know, some people just kind of fall into it when they become an influencer where it's just, no, I love fashion. I do fashion. I started posting about it, started building. I started creating, you know, content for people and people love it. But then there's that part of where I think these young kids are looking and it's like, no, I just want the clout. I just want the followers. I want the videos. I want to make all this money because you can make all the money. Like you see it all the time. Like the girl, Charlie DeMayo, Demilio. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She's got like a hundred something million followers and is making millions of dollars as like a 17 year old. It's I, like, I definitely think there's definitely a solution too. It's not that difficult. All these platforms, right? If there's something that commonsensically is a dangerous thing like the crate challenge or like this dry scooping or anything that puts people's health at risk, take them down. There's a lot of other things that they, if they violate the policies of Instagram or TikTok or Twitter, they take them down. It could be gun related. It could be, you know, if you're putting misinformation out there about COVID, whatever they, they, they take these things down all the time. If we know if the majority of people agree that the crate challenge or some of these other way then they had the knockout challenge for a while. There did all these videos that these young impressionable people are putting up to try to go viral. I can guarantee you, if you don't allow them on your platform, mm-hmm. they're not going to make them anymore. They're going to find right. something else that, that is allowed. So I do think TikTok and, and Instagram and YouTube, all of them have to do a better job of just identifying the trends that are currently popular and immediately vetting them to see if there's any risk to these people that are performing these these viral trends if there's any risk whatsoever you have to get take it down and i know people can say well that's open to interpretation i disagree if you have a trend where people are running up a series of eight to nine crates and we're seeing video after video of them falling on their backs Mm -hmm. you know from six seven feet in the air clearly it's possible that one of them can break their necks right so get rid of it it shouldn't be on anywhere and people would say oh we can still post it on certain if you can't post it on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, that's their lifeline. So you get rid of the big players, Mm -hmm. the smaller ones will follow. Mm -hmm. That's it. Move on. Do the next topic. Don't even, don't even keep going with that trend because you're not going to go viral because if you put it up and it gets any type of view, someone's going to take it down. Right. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's good. But then, then we open up the door of, we open up the Pandora's box of, are we giving the social media too much power that they get to pick and choose yeah. the trends yeah. of what you see? And we were very against that. 
Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I gave you guys permission for me. My kids are doing something dumb. Take it down because social media is not something you need to survive. I do think there's a different conversation as far as like if you're putting out a TikTok about your feelings on politics or whatever. I don't know if that should be taken down, freedom of speech, but they are mm-hmm. private entities. But mm-hmm. I think those private entities have a responsibility to protect their their subscribers, their their mm-hmm. their people who are posting on their platforms. Because if they're all getting hurt, that's not going to be good for you either. So it's a quick fix. And I think once you start doing it, the trends will end up being something that's more friendly, more light, more safer, because they know if it's inherently dangerous, it's not going to survive. It's going right. to get taken down. So right. they'll turn to different things that aren't as crazy. I see these people jumping off like these high cliffs and stuff to try to get, you know, insane. Someone's going to get hurt. People I have see some really hurt. cool drawings. I see some really cool dance ones. I see Artwork, some yeah. like comedy, funny ones that are, these are, those are the good ones. Those are on my for you page. The I food, a lot of food. Ultimately, don't do something that's going to put you or someone you care about in yeah. jeopardy for, for a couple What's of clicks. That show? It ain't worth it. This isn't ridiculousness. ridiculousness? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is real life. And even them, they say they have a disclaimer saying, do not send anything into us. We won't. Right. If you send something to us, it won't be viewed. It'll be destroyed, which they probably still are looking at it. They take it. Yeah. They're like, don't send it to us, but send it to us. Yeah. We're like not going to use it, not, but we're going to use it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, really eclectic group of headlines tonight, yeah. but I like it. Keeps us on our toes. Any yep. final words? We got the, uh, there was one topic that we were going to talk about today, but the verdict is not in. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yep. Kyle Rittenhouse. We will be talking yep. about that. Yep. Ahmaud um, Aubrey as well. We're waiting Ahmaud on that Aubrey. one. The trials are the, both the in trial. session right yep. now. Yep. yep. So and we're going to cover both of them. A Ghislaine Maxwell jury selection was just happening. That's right. That's right. So there's That's a, a lot to topic. cover. Yeah, I mean, and it's we're doing the quick hitters. So if you're coming to us to get the deep breakdowns of these cases, don't. Because we're just doing quick hitters. You're, get, we're just you're doing, getting us. Yeah. So yeah, surface level. Surface level stuff. But good topics coming. Good headlines coming. We'll try to always mix in some seriousness with some light. Because we don't want you leaving here angry and depressed and upset like the world sucks. Because we can always get better. But, you know, we do live in a world where we can do what we want. We can say what we want. And ultimately, we want you to leave this, especially kind of. if it's late night. Yeah, kind of, kind of. But we want you to leave here happy, right? Going on with your day. Too many negative things out there. We're trying to bring a little bit of positivity in it as well. But we also want to talk about the things that other people are talking about. Um, is that it? We good? We're Wrapping good. it up? Take us All out. All right, guys, listen. As always, if you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe. You know the three things. We appreciate it. If you're listening on audio, leave a comment, five-star review. It would be greatly appreciated. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on The Winner Circle. We will see you next week.